Welcome to the Peace Church Life Group Leaders Podcast. As a church, we've been called to help everyday people experience life change through Christ-centered relationships. And life groups play a crucial role in that mission. This podcast is a resource to help equip you as you seek to lead your life group well. I'm your host, Drew Hill, and I'm with Aaron Pierce, our multiplication pastor and leader of our life group ministry. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Peace Church Life Group Leaders Podcast. Today we are going to be talking about how to deal with discouragement. Um, This is very important to talk about for a couple different reasons. First of all, every leader will deal with discouragement at some point, whether it be because your group is having a hard time growing or you you're having questions about how to multiply, which by the way, we'll talk about in next, in the next episode. Um, there's all kinds of reasons why we may deal with discouragement as a leader. Also ministering to people can be difficult and knowing how to handle it will keep you encouraged and focused even in difficult seasons. Obviously we've all gone through a difficult season with coronavirus and all the stuff that's there. Um, and so this is, really coming at a great time. Um, And so with all that in mind, Aaron, how can we deal with discouragement as a life group leader? I think of all the episodes we've done so far, this one is definitely the most like aimed at our spiritual life and kind of personal because so much of what you deal with will lead to discouragement in life groups. We oftentimes, we've talked a lot about the good things and the good sides and things like that, but it is tough. And so Uh, We hope that this is helpful, and we just want to give you some practical ways to deal with discouragement. Uh, This first one is really the diagnostic part. Um, The first really thing you need to do when it comes to dealing with discouragement, you need to ask the question, why are you discouraged? Hmm. You see, part of the problem is when you get discouraged, it could be for a variety of different reasons, and the reasons may actually reveal something in your heart or in your way of thinking that the Bible can speak to and give truth to so that you don't remain in that discouraged state. There are legitimate reasons to be discouraged, and I want to be clear about that, and you naturally will get discouraged. But there's a lot of times what happens is Satan lies to us and creates things in our minds and thought patterns that are discouraging to us. So here's an example. Are you discouraged because you feel like you're failing as a leader? Are you comparing yourself to other leaders or other groups and you feel like you're not doing something right? You see, the lie there is that you're not good enough. That's what Satan's trying to tell you. Or that, oh man, check out that group over there. They're twice your size or they're doing something right. When the truth of the matter is, it's just a different dynamic. You know, you really don't gauge your success by comparing to everybody else, but rather, are you being faithful with the people that you have? And so is that your root of discouragement? Are you discouraged because your group isn't making progress like you thought they would? You know, Drew, you mentioned this at the beginning. Maybe you thought you'd be multiplied by this point, or you thought you'd see growth, and instead you see a bunch of people who are still uncommitted, right? Hmm. Those are natural discouraging factors. Um, Or even another one, are you discouraged because you you see people who don't seem to take it very seriously? They're not committed, right? And so ask yourself the question, what is it that makes you discouraged about leading a life group right now? And again, this is one of these things that comes in seasons. You may have seasons where your life group is just killing it, it's enjoyable, it's fun, and then there's other times where it's not so great or they're not committed or you're just personally burned out or something of that nature. So get to the bottom and say, why am I discouraged? And then think and filter through, okay, is that more about me and my expectations of myself or is that actually more about the group is struggling and I I just need to have, help, help them through it, right? If, if you're discouraged because you're looking at yourself saying you failed somehow, I'm here to tell you that's Satan trying to sneak in and, and plant seeds in your mind. 
If it's discouragement because people in your group are struggling, that's a whole different thing that the Bible speaks a lot to that you're going to have to kind of carry that burden. Um, but that's actually a good reason to be discouraged as long as you don't let the discouragement take you um, fully to a place where you're no longer wanting to do ministry. Uh, so that's the first step, man. Ask the question, why are you discouraged? Number two is remember people are messy. So we've talked about this before, but it's just the reality is that people are broken. People are messy. And a good thing to remind yourself is look at your own spiritual journey and think back to where you used to be. So Drew, I'm going to ask you because you and I have done discipleship together. We've walked through life um, in some personal ways a few years ago. Um, how can you take even your story and use it as a way to keep you from getting discouraged when you see people maybe that was like you that you're ministering to? Does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that keeps me um, pushing forward, and and, it, and it's still really only like <laughs> my first year, year and a half of, of, of ministry, um, one of the things is remembering that what helped me most as I was trying to grow were the relationships that I had that were centered on Christ. Um, and so as a life group leader, you are probably that relationship for more than one of your members. Maybe they don't even think about their walk or open up to anybody about their walk with Christ except for when they're there with you um, while your life group meets. And so something that keeps me going and wanting to push through and wanting to <laughs> be spiritually alive myself is, hey, I could impact this person for the gospel through God's work in me, right? And and so, so that encourages me big time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's really the heart of Jesus' ministry. We, we look at Jesus a lot of times as like, and he is the hero, obviously, of our faith. But he was also called man of sorrows. I don't think Jesus was called man of sorrows because he walked around sorrowful all the time because the fruit of the Spirit is joy. And people are attracted to something that's joyful. And Jesus obviously attracted a lot of followers. What I think that actually is saying is that Jesus carried people's burdens on himself to do ministry, to do life with people is to do what Galatians 6 says is bring their burdens on yourself, carry those burdens. And so some of your discouragement may be rooted in the fact that people are struggling or like you shared, Drew, they're broken and they're in a state of, man, they need to grow, but they don't seem to be growing and it's just a frustration. But part of what you and I are called to as ambassadors for Christ is to bear those burdens and help them. Now, they have to ultimately help themselves. Right. That's not something you can make them do. It's not on you to do. But it is something we are called to walk with them through so that as God works in their life, as you speak and God speaks through you, they may ultimately end up responding and see that pro uh, progression take place in their life. And then that's when you get the reward. Right. When you see somebody who's just a mess— and they turn into somebody catches fire for God, then you were the one that walked them through that. That's so rewarding. And as much as it was discouraging in all the down moments and the ups and downs in their life, seeing that change is what's so cool. That's why we say at Peace Church, we're about life change. Hmm. Well, life change implies they were something worse before they become something better. And so remember that, that people are messy and it's gonna be expected as you do life groups and get to know people. So the third um, thing I would just encourage you how to deal with discouragement is also remember the purpose and mission of life groups. We say this because in the very first episode, we outlined life groups is about doing life together, creating biblical community. We're called to live together. And again, when you get into people's lives, it can get frustrating and it will get messy. And there are all those frustrations. And I think back to John 6 when Jesus was calling out, like setting the bar for what his ministry was. He talked about 
um, the analogy of eating and drinking his flesh. And what he, of course, meant there was you know, being committed to follow him. And at the end of that passage, after he basically preached or talked to his, uh, a lot of people around him, it said many of the people that were following him left. And he, in somewhat of a discouraged state, looks at his own 12 disciples and goes, are you going to leave too? And I love Peter's answer. He goes, where else would we go? You have the words of life. But the reason I bring that story up is that Jesus even felt, though he was doing the right mission, the right purpose for his ministry, he lost a lot of people. And I think what's important is when we are actually following Jesus to the fullest extent, that calls people out of their comfort zone, out of the norm, out of the apathetic Christianity that we've grown used to in our culture, Mm. and it's going to rub people the wrong way. Life groups are not going to be something that every person jumps into and is like, man, this is amazing. It might be some of just frustrations for people because they don't want to open up or they're not used to doing this. And so don't let that discourage you from being reminded that God called us to do life together. He made us in his image for community. And as much as that is frustrating and messy and at times you just want to wipe your hands of it and be done, it is what we're called to do as people made in his image. And so just remembering that will help you see clearly when you're like, God, is this really worth it? And he can say, man, I told you my word. This is what it's about. Fourthly, examine your own spiritual life. So Drew, why is it important that we check ourselves spiritually and how could that lead to discouragement? Man, I think this is one of the most important things to do as far as dealing with discouragement because, man, if we're going to want to pour into our people, we have to be poured into by the Holy Spirit, right? I think um, I think being spiritually focused gives us a drive. It gives us a purpose. It helps us remember, like, this is the ministry that I'm called to because I'm a follower of Jesus. Um, and it helps give us determination to say, hey, I'm going to walk through this with God's help because I feel like he's called me to this, right? Yeah. And we can't do that well if we're not if we're not focused in our spiritual life, praying for our people, consuming God's word, walking um, in discipleship with others. And so, yeah. I think what you just said is perfect, and if I could sum it up, it's almost like you can't pour out what God's not pouring into you. Absolutely. Doing life with people, building those relationships requires you constantly to be pouring out, and if you're not in tune with God, if you're not abiding in His Word and being filled again with His Spirit, you're going to run on empty at some point, and that will do one of two things. It will either cause you to be a harsh leader, someone who rather than encourages his group to grow, you drive them and you you turn them away, or you just get into a state of burnout. And some of you, you know, it's we have burnout for different reasons. Um, you know, sometimes we just need to take a break from something for a season. But when it's a spiritual burnout, that's more serious because the motivation to get back in the game is a lot harder, and it's a lot longer of a road to recover from. And so I would just honestly encourage you to say, Look at yourself and say, if you're getting really frustrated with your group or just in general with life, is it the circumstances around you that's just a lot to carry? Or is it that you're not really walking with the Lord right now? Hmm. Is your prayer life weak? Is your time in the Word scattered or even non-existent? Because I promise you, for me personally, I can't do what I do as a pastor, much less a life group leader or anything else, if God's not just working on me. I need those moments of retreat. I need those moments to abide and enjoy my relationship with God so that I can continue to pour out as he pours into me. And so examine your own spiritual life. And by the way, if you are struggling, man, let us know. We want to help you. We want to encourage you. And maybe it's something your coach can add into his weekly contact with you and just say, hey, how did your prayer life go this week? 
Because that little piece of accountability might be just what you need to stay focused and stay um, on task. And that leads me to the last point, and that is just reach out to your coach or a pastor, myself or another pastor, if you're struggling. Don't wait until the discouragement builds up to a point where you're just ready to quit or your group is falling apart. Instead, when it starts, when you notice maybe for the last two or three weeks if you've been really discouraged, go ahead and reach out to your coach and let them know that. Go ahead and reach out to me or one of the other pastors because one of the things about this is if you let it go on too long, it can kind of become a place that leads to burnout. Whereas discouragement is going to be something normal, and if you kind of deal with it early or have somebody just pray for you and walk you through or even help you navigate why you're discouraged, that can help you prevent from getting to a place of burnout. And guys, I want you to make sure our heart, and to hear me in this, our heart for you is that you take care of yourself spiritually, you take care of your family, you do what you need to do, and that makes you a better life group leader. So don't let the pressure of, man, I've got to do this ministry, I've got to do this, get in the way from feeding your own soul. And if it does, let us help you, let us encourage you, and then if it's still an issue, we can, we can reexamine if whether or not you need to take a break. But please don't let life groups be the thing that gets in the way of your walk with Christ or your family's walk with Christ, as we want you to be a healthy leader and not somebody just kind of going through the motions to get it done, if that makes sense. So I hope that this was helpful. And just as a recap, you know, ask those questions as I challenge you. Why are you discouraged if you're listening to this and you're feeling discouraged? Think through it and let God speak to you. Remind yourself that the messiness of people will lead to discouragement as it did to Jesus. And remember the purpose and mission of life groups, that even in spite of the lack of success at times, we know that you're doing what God has called you to do. And then take a hard look at your spiritual life and make sure your lack of spiritual walk isn't the reason for it. And if you need to, reach out to one of us, your coaches, and we want to help you through that discouragement. Yeah, um, man, we hope that all you guys know that um, we want to be there for you as we deal with discouragement, uh, whether it be you know, because we want our group to be doing something or because you're struggling spiritually. And so um, hopefully this is a tool to encourage you. Reach out. Um, we want to be there for you and help you um, in any time of discouragement. Uh, remember to check out our podcast on um, weekly, wherever you get your podcast. So Spotify, um, Apple Music. Make sure you subscribe so you get our new episodes as they come out. Next week, join us as we talk about um ideas of how to multiply your group, right? Um, it's, it's a really important part of life groups. So thank you guys for listening. Um, until then, have a good day.